0: Hi, good afternoon, Professor Dubey. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. Good afternoon.
0: Great, great, amazing. Uh, So, before we start today's discussion, let me set the context and the pace of the session, right? So, today we'll be talking about how online education is shaping the new India. And today we have uh, with us Professor Sanjeev Dubey, right? So before we get into the discussion, right, so I would like to know more about your journey, Professor. So if you can uh, just shed some light over there, it'll be great uh, how your journey has been so far.
1: OK, so this just my journey has been very exciting, challenging, ups and downs. Right. Uh, I started uh, in the industry. I started uh, after doing my um, b Tech and uh, postgraduate diploma uh, in management from XLRI Jamshedpur with uh, Tata Steel. And then later on, I moved to uh, IBM in uh, 1994 to set up their consulting business in India. And uh, while I was doing all this, I was also a visiting professor to various institutes, uh, XLRI. And then when I moved to Delhi, I am Lucknow, Indore, I am Indore, Bimtech, where I am currently uh, working, uh, IMI, SPJ, and Dubai, Singapore. Uh, So quite a number of uh, institute, And uh, so I I created a profile, which was a a profile of uh, of a uh, consultant, uh, academician. And my last job uh, in IBM was uh, to head their Asia-Pacific operations uh, across 17 countries. Last six years, I am with BIMTECH, heading their IT area. And the last uh, two years, we started a uh, online center of which I am the chairperson.
0: It's quite interesting journey so far, uh, professor, right? So you started off with uh, uh, industry, then you moved to consulting, then you transitioned into education sector, right? That's quite interesting. Uh,
1: And one thing which might be uh, uh, of, of interest to you is, that I also have got two startups, uh, to my credit.
0: That's that's pretty amazing, sir. Uh, truly, truly. Right. So, uh, you know, uh, now that brings me to my very first question for you. Uh, sir. Can you give an overview of the industry size and what are the market dynamics that come into the play when we talk about education or e-learning or edtech as an industry? All right.
1: So basically, uh, we, we do not consider... Uh, EdTech as an industry, we you know, EdTech companies are enablers to the entire uh, ecosystem, ecosystem of education. Primarily, it was being done through the universities and schools and uh, colleges and uh, autonomous institutions. But what has happened is in the last seven to 10 years is that because technology is becoming an important part of the education delivery, the EdTech companies have come in uh, India, as you know, it's the largest population in the age bracket of uh, 5 to 24 years of about 500 million people. And there is a huge opportunity to reach out to the underserved sections of the society. The quality of education, which is only available in face-to-face model to a very minuscule portion of the population can now be extended to the masses. You know, the, the successes of the tech industry which uh, which which have very very fast they became unicorn is well known so if you talk about the market of education sector so it was estimated to be worth uh, us uh, 117 billion two years ago and it is likely to reach uh, 225 billion by the financial year 20, uh, 25 we have uh, a very a large number of uh, school going children about 250 million the number of colleges uh, are around 40,000 plus, and uh, universities are about 900 plus.
0: Correct. Correct. So that's quite an interesting figure right there. Right? So, Professor, we have a lot of uh, people to cater to a lot of young population uh, for whom this education becomes very, very necessary right? for them to uh, proceed further is what I believe. Right. So... Yeah. Uh, that brings me to my next question, uh, right? So Professor, uh, how mature is the Indian market as compared to the rest of the world, right? So you also might have uh, experienced or you might have taught in several regions as well, right? Uh, so if you can shed some light, how mature is the Indian market when we compare it to the rest of the world?
1: Actually, uh, I would like to answer this question in a, in a slightly different way. India yes. is a uh, is a young country and we are very fast learners. And uh, while initially, for example, the telecom revolution, 20 years ago, when the telecom came in, uh, at that time, the in order to take a landline connection, one has to queue up in the government, uh, BSNL or MTNL for, for several months. But the telecom revolution came in, it spread so fast that it really mesmerized or stunned the rest of the world. And India became one of the largest uh, growth sector of the telecom. And the reason of that growth was that we were not having telecom at all. There was nothing which it was going to displace. So people who had no fixed uh, habitat, they were willing to go for mobile phone because uh, it doesn't require an address proof or something. Something similar has happened in the education space also. While our gross enrollment ratio, and I'm referring to the uh, higher education is uh, close to 27%, which the uh, government wants to reach to 50% by 2030, Uh, India is the second largest in terms of the uh, ad tech space or ad tech market, second to the US US market. And uh, people are adopting it very fast. The other region, of course, it was not a uh, healthy, uh, welcome uh, region was the onset of pandemic and uh, the uh, lockdown. So what happened is during the lockdown, the learning curve across the people to use online education became very fast. Even a small children of uh, class three or class four, they had to undertake the online classes because that was a necessity. And that led to such a rapid proliferation of uh, adoption of the uh, online learning that uh, I would say that the Indian market has become very much matured at least in terms of the adoption. We may not, may not have covered everything because India is a very large country. Uh, it has got uh, hills, it has got deserts, it has got remote places. That is a challenge which uh, we, we, we will talk about. But in terms of the adoption, I think we are uh, uh, as much as any other developed country.
0: Correct, correct. Uh, very true, very true, Professor, right? So uh, like you mentioned, correct. Now, again, uh, that brings me to my next question. Like, you know, you mentioned that industry is growing rapidly, right? And there are certain key factors which are uh, coming into the play, right? So what are the key driving factors, if you can highlight them, uh, which are driving the industry forward? Uh, that'll be great. So uh,
1: as you know, the, uh, in a, any young population, the one thing is common across all of them is that they are very, very aspirational. They want to change their life. They want to earn more. They want to spend more. They want to enjoy more. And for that, they have to have a good skill set so that they become employable and they become rever- relevant to the industry. So there are two areas which are uh, driving driving this uh, growth of uh, edtech companies and the technology-based education where edtech companies participate with the universities and institutions like BIMTECH and uh, they they deliver the program because they are the people who have the technology behind them, is the, we call it as TAC, okay? Transition, acceleration, and promotion. Transition means that somebody who was working in a different job or a back office job, after getting a degree, he or she might get a better job. Acceleration refers to that people who are already in the job, but because of this uh, new skill or new degree, they're their uh, uh, the career growth uh, starts happening faster because they become a better individual. And then P is the promotion. Wherever you are, you you, you your company would recognize you that look, uh, this person after having acquired a skill has become a better individual and then it will lead to your promotion. So in order to summarize this uh, two factors, I will say one is that skill area, skill development, and second is employment. India still requires a huge number of employment, but we always hear the uh, talk about uh, employability, that most of our graduates who come out are not employable because the, the, the uh, education requires some uh, newer uh, nuances and cutting-edge technology and cutting-edge subjects, which the existing system is not able to provide. And that is where the online education and edtech companies are chipping in.
0: Correct, correct. So, you rightly mentioned that, you know, as as the technology is advancing, the, the skill set also needs to uh, move in line with that in order to be employable, right? Uh, so, uh, you know, professor, what are the key challenges which are faced by people or students or industry professionals who are working in the industry in today's day? So,
1: the, the challenge obviously is the... Uh, okay if you are if, if you do not have a access to the the right internet bandwidth or you have got a, uh, you cannot spend money in in uh, undertaking a degree so those are the those are the challenge what what you have the other challenge which is a hidden one is that uh, who is going to guide them okay because it, it is not a product which uh, you have used it before and which you can uh, ask any peer to advise you like a cell phone or something It's education. Your guidance about what degree or what skill set you should acquire can only be given by someone who is experienced in this area. And uh, for for that, there are professors, teachers, faculty, and mentors who can guide them. So finding the right mentor, the right guide who can help them to select the right uh, uh, career path. Um, I I I get this question every time whenever I have a webinar or something, as to what specialization I, I should choose uh, while doing my MBA. And my answer is that first you understand what you really want to do yourself. And that is a very difficult uh, question to answer, for which they require a lot of handholding, a lot of, a lot of grooming, and a lot of mentoring by people. Uh, in the infrastructure side, while we, our telecom infrastructure has improved a lot, but still there are pockets uh in the country especially remote areas the hills where the internet bandwidth is not not as good but hopefully that will also improve in the coming years
0: correct correct. and i believe there are a lot of initiatives and guys moving towards the path where you know at least the basic necessity and uh just like internet and light services and so on and so forth will be available primarily right so that will also uh accelerate the growth that we are uh, you know, experiencing, right? So now, uh, what is the solution that we are offering and how online education is transforming the lives of the people, uh, Professor, if you can highlight?
1: So I will limit my, this answer to my current responsibility of BIMTECH, where I had their online MBA program. We call it PGDM because BIMTECH is a uh, autonomous institution under AICT. We realized as a first step is to offer programs which helps people to get employment or if they're already employed to accelerate in their career journey. We are not uh, uh, focusing at this stage on the skill building programs like certificates of three months, four months like that, which are available in plenty. And there are many edtech companies which are doing it. As a university, we partner with edtech company who help, help us reaching out to the students and they provide the tech, tech platform and help us uh, run the uh, uh, program uh, program management and there we focus more on the uh, online uh, pgdm which helps helps after uh, uh, two years students to get a proper job a master's degree is, uh, can help them to accelerate their career they can do PhD or they can change their job and so on.
0: How online education is transforming
1: the lives of the people? All right. So the, the second part was how it is in, uh, trans- trans- transforming the lives. So basically like any education, any education is is a means through which the person becomes, becomes a different person. And I have got plenty of example of, of my four cohorts, which we are running, is that many students have found new meaning of their life. I have a housewife who says that after 10, 10, 15, 10 12 years of my marriage, uh, I was sitting at home and then now I have started to do this uh, pro- program and now I am getting newfound conf- confidence. I've also got a job and by by looking at my skill, they are willing to uh, give them more and more and more responsibility. There are people in their mid-career, there are youngsters who are supporting their parents uh, in their small businesses. They are undertaking this uh, this this program because they feel that it will arm them for future growth, and that is where uh, this uh, uh, changing of the life you know uh, keeps coming back because you are trying to impart a very different uh, uh, um, skill sets and content and and the grooming and mentoring that the person starts rediscovering himself or herself correct,
0: correct and you rightly mentioned that education transforms life of the people not in one ways but in many ways right so it changes them inside out correct primarily right so yeah, uh, yeah. that brings yeah
1: yeah yes sir just to add there's a behavioral change because correct. when you are dealing with a uh, uh, group of people your colleagues and peers you not only learn from the faculty you also learn from your peers you learn from other colleagues who are participating in this. So there is a whole lot of peer learning at a very, very rapid pace and a very easy manner, uh, which is facilitated by the tech platform. You know, whenever a question is posed by a faculty, 100 people reply. Now these 100 replies are also an input for the person who is going to reply at 101 time, so that he or she can answer this question better.
0: Correct, correct, Correct. So peer learning is something again, which is very vital and very crucial is what uh, you are trying to emphasize and i completely agree with you professor uh, so uh, what are the key initiatives which are taken by government of india right so i'm sure government has taken a lot of might have taken a lot of steps if you can highlight some of those uh, in your experience professor
1: all right I, I, as a matter of fact the government is uh, it, it has taken a lot of uh, initiative in the last 2 years in uh, today itself in the from the program um, uh, from Lalkila, pr- pr- Prime Minister, uh, has spoken about new education policy, which has taken so many inputs from so many people. So, new education policy was uh, uh, released in 2020 after a gap of about 20 years. And one of the uh, significant part of this policy is to uh, promote online education and uh, reach out to the uh, education to the masses using the technology, and in 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 order to facilitate that, the uh, universities, UGC and AICT have started uh, self learning portals like Swayam, Swayam Prabha, National Digital Library, uh, spoken tutorials, virtual lab, uh, which are being implemented by various institutions. I am I am a reviewer of several initiatives of uh, AICT. Uh, of the uh, self-learning program. You know, these are all available almost free and uh, but you have to observe the timing and so on. And it helps students to catch up and then acquire uh, credits, which can be also uh, banked at some point in time and then uh, converted into certificates or uh, diplomas at a later date. So government is very keen. Government is only for talking about, also talking about uh, uh, digital university and uh, all top 100 institutions have been mandated that they should uh, uh, do something in the online space because that is the only way in which the uh, gross enrollment ratio of higher education, which is currently 27% can go up. You can't create so many buildings. You can't have so many uh, new faculty, but in online, it becomes easy the same faculty sitting at the same place can conduct classes which can be uh, beamed all across the uh, country or wherever
0: correct correct right. you rightly mentioned sir, that you know the technology can uh, you know impart education to people where physically it might not have been possible to impart that uh, quality learning education or quality learning or the education right so correct correct that brings me to my very last question for today right So professor, you have been in this industry since past so many years. And uh, how has the education industry evolved over the past couple of years? And what are some of the key trends or key changes that you might have noticed in your experience?
1: So uh, the the industry has evolved. This industry has become more matured. It has become more inclusive. It is reaching out to a very large section of uh, society. And also it is reaching out to the people uh, in the hinterland of the country, uh, tier two, tier three towns where, uh, pe- where the, the good institutions are not there. So that's a that is a good sign. Uh, I have got students from smaller towns who are attending the program from Gaya and Trichur and, and uh, Aurangabad and other places because they cannot leave their city for various reasons, especially women or girls. You know, they have they have issues in uh, suddenly moving to a new city or something. So online education is a good, great means uh, for them. The other change which I have noticed is that uh, after this pandemic, uh, the online means of interaction. As a matter of fact, this this interview itself is happening uh, in an online me- means. Earlier, it it used it was not considered very practical, but today it has become very normal and people have started to accept the hybrid model of learning, provided you are self-motivated. Uh, if, if you are a very young person, then perhaps young uh, student, and perhaps the face-to-face classes is uh, a better method. But if you are a matured individual, adult, self-motivated, then online will almost uh, equal to the face-to-face class. Plus it has got lots of advantage of flexibility, no travel requirement, less fee, and uh, and then you, you can do such something uh, alongside with you. The third one is that adoption of technology. This is something which is happening uh, very fast. Most of the universities and institutes have started to adopt technology like learning management system, the online uh, engagement um, tools like uh, Jamboard or, or uh, breakout rooms so that the people who, who are not in the campus can also interact and work collaboratively with each other. And also uh, most universities, you know, including BIMTECH, what we do is that we, we, have, we, have, we have moved to a, uh, a model where we record a sufficient, sufficient number of hours of uh, video beforehand, so that when the student can come in, come in the class, they can watch them in advance, and then come prepared for discussion. So to summarize three trends, one is acceptance acceptance has increased, reach has increased or extended. Third is the use of technology has uh, become very ad, advanced and uh, uh, acceptable. It, it it will be no wonder to find after a few years that uh, there'll be a AR and VR equipment being used in the classroom so that it will give you a Immersive experience of uh, the faculty coming in three dimension, uh, w- which is something which metaverse people are talking about. Of course, it will take some time. It will uh, it will require some more investment and some training. But this is the p- things to
0: look up to. Correct, professor. So you mentioned that a whole technology bit uh, very is very crucial and uh, is playing a pivotal role. I believe in shaping up the youth of tomorrow and today itself, right? So that's, that's quite interesting. And I personally got to learn a lot of uh, things from this conversation, uh, Professor. So it was lovely interaction. It was lovely pleasure having you over here on auspicious day of 75th Independence Day, right? So thank you, thank you, Professor Jai Hind.
1: Yeah, and then happy Independence Day to all of you in uh, Startup Story and uh, share my regards and best wishes to all your colleagues and the members of your team thank, thank you, you.